And Booyakasha. As Gandhi said, Oh, you too. If it ain't Gandhi, it's Jesus Christ. An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. I believe that wholeheartedly. No, it doesn't. There'll be one guy left with one eye. How's the last blind guy going to take out the eye of the last guy left who's still got one eye? All that guy has to do is run away and hide behind a bush. Gandhi was wrong. Just that nobody's got the balls to come right out and say it. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Is cheap seat reviews. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. <laughs> this is episode 177, and tonight we're talking about seven psychopaths as Corny fails to get my computer to make a noise. <laughs> I deactivated the noise. Uh, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is, holy crap, I forgot to do middle names. Um, <laughs> That's probably my favorite one so far. This oh, year. absolutely. Uh, a- uh, shoot. Uh, Andrew... <laughs> Flare gun to the face, Jemison. Nice. Flare <laughs> gun to the face. Oh my gosh. Um, that poor dog. I know, right? That dog was awesome, by the way. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, uh, shoot. Corny uh, always throws his Cheetos at the bad guy, Logan. <laughs> Won't say the word that they said on the thing. But using some Cheetos is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little yes. musical interlude there with Corny. I Thank love you. It. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. <laughs> oh, all we need. I think for the rest of the episode, you can't talk. You just have to sing everything. Oh, okay. He does a little confined to make that. Challenge accepted. Oh, geez. Here we go. Uh,. It's either going to be walking uh, episode, uh, uh, not episodes, walking impressions or guitar playing. I like it. Uh, and uh, uh, Sam, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I always have a hard time coming up with yours anyway. Vector, <laughs> creepy man with a rabbit. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh wait, I have to ask Sean. you guys. Hold on, before you threaten me, Sam. Did you guys watch the? Um, <laughs> Did you guys watch the mid credit scene? Because there was one. I forgot to yeah. remind you. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Um, now, always, I'm always confused. So mid credit is any time that it happens during the credits, correct? Yeah. Okay, then yes. Yeah. And then there's then yeah, post-credit right. is obviously after the credits. So like when um when what's his name? When Deadpool comes back out in a robe and goes, What the hell are you guys doing here? Come on. You waiting for something about <laughs> Deadpool 2? You know, so Sam, stop messing with my script. Anyway, 
Yeah, that's 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 your middle name. What were you? Oh, sorry. What was your threat going to be, Sam? By the way, you. Always... Oh, I was going to tell you that I, I really wouldn't shoot you in the stomach. Um, that's that's much too fast. Too fast. Jeez, that's a painful yeah. death too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Not if you have a lot of stomach. Well, fat guy for the <laughs> Yeah, all all that padding <laughs> never gets to the vitals. Yeah, I still think that's a horrible way to die. Um, you say vitals, I say vittles, and I'm vittles, hungry. Vittles, yeah, well, <laughs> we are. That. All right, cool, 2012's Seven Psychopaths. This 2012. Ended up, this ended up, yeah, 2012, right? Yeah. Um, this ended on our list somehow, I'm not sure. Um, I put it on there because I'd seen it before. Oh, okay, okay. I, I had never seen this before, and, uh, and had anyone else seen this before? I had not. No. Oh, cool. So just, uh, just Sam, just, just me. All right. Yeah. I figured it'd be a movie right up our alley. Well, it was, uh, something like that. Yeah. It was definitely interesting <laughs> and different. Um, and in case you're wondering what in the world seven psychopaths is, uh, hopefully, um, Andrew is ready I to tell you about read, them. Yeah. Read this straight out of IMDb. This is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> a struggling screenwriter inadvertently becomes entangled in the Los Angeles criminal underworld after his oddball friends kidnap a gangster's beloved Shih Tzu. Nice. Can you do a walk-in impression, by the way? I can't remember. No, I, I've tried. I'm terrible at it. Okay. Aww. What about a Colin Farrell? We don't. No, Colin Farrell I could do. Yeah. Yeah, his is, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Actually, mine's not really that, that Irish. Right. That's Okay. So there's oh, there's actually one of the um in one of the trivia here that in an interview with Peter Travers, the film critic for the Rolling Stone magazine, uh, yeah, Christopher Walken <laughs> talked about his character Hans, and as I'm reading the the line, I'm doing it in in Christopher Walken's voice because even okay. because even the read just reading it makes you you can like I'm not gonna do his voice because I can't, but it's everybody in the film does want something. Hans wants to have a real nice life. You know, he has a troubled past. Difficult, you know, obviously. And then I think at, he's at the point in his life where everything's okay. And then, well, you know, his wife dies and things go, well, you know, they go south. Like, you can hear Walken actually saying that. It's kind of funny. So, You know, uh, these things, they go south. They're bad. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, yeah, he's kind of got the, the, a little bit of Harry Carey. You got to throw bit. a New York Harry Carey with intermittent um, Harry Carey uh, sentences. A New York Harry Carey. All right, let's hey, see. Norm, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? I know I would. I'd cover myself with chili and relish. I'd be delicious. Sorry. Hi, Norm. If you're a hot dog, That's would the, you eat yourself? <laughs> you sound I know like, I would. You sound like um, jelly and relish. You sound like Jimmy Stewart instead of. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, my Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to kidnap the dog. I don't want to go, Clarence. Um, Clarence. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> anyway, the, this movie. So, uh, Andrew, I guess yes. you're up first to do the little bit where you do at the beginning of the show where you tell me the things about the stuff. You have to unmute yourself, Pref- sir. I was about to say, preferably with a microphone that's not muted. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, God, <laughs> tell us. Once my pants are on, I make gold. <laughs> well, that's my walking in person. Oh, you did great. <laughs> yeah, well, done. well done. I like to talk about pants when I... 
do my walking impression. Sure, sure. Okay, so um, I mean, if you're Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. Like I said, this is uh, the first time watching this, and I'm glad that I watched it. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, was kind of surprised, and it took me a while to kind of get into it. But once I did, I was hooked. And I, Sam Rockwell, uh, a favorite of mine. So good. I like everything he does for the most part. There's a few. Which one is he? I'm sorry. He was Billy. Uh, but, yeah, Billy. Billy. Hey, old Billy Yeah. Okay. Um, Christopher Walken, you know, I, I enjoy his movies only because he's the same character in every movie he's ever in. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm giggling because I think Sam Rockwell wins our photo of the week on IMDb because he looks like he just, someone took a picture of him and he didn't want them to and he's kind of <laughs> pissed. And that's his IMDb photo. You need to check it out. It's actually pretty great. I'm sorry. <laughs> Andrew, he, I mean, he does. Um, he's like, why are you taking my photo? Sorry. Well, that's fine. No, I, the storyline, I thought, well, this is very odd, but I tried to stay with it. And I'm glad I did. And I thought Woody Harrelson did great in this, was very funny and um, uh, not a side of him that I get to see very often. Other huh. than like King, Kingpin, maybe. Excuse me, because I'm used to watching him cheers. in more serious things. Um, For God's sake, Cheers. Yeah. Well, I, I never really watched Cheers. Uh, was that he's, before your time? Yeah, before my yeah, time. Yeah. Before my time so. <laughs> cheers was like uh, just at the edge of my time, Sam. Dude. Like I was more Frasier than Cheers. Wow. Yeah. See, even that's before me. But anyway, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, I, I really thought we were going to have a hopping man for a little while. <laughs> and we didn't, so I'm glad they covered that and cleared it up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Uh, corny. Are you getting your guitar ready? I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> was this was this well, one of your this was this one of your 5 a.m. showings? Yes, it was. View, viewings. I mean. Yes. Nice. So uh, for those of you playing at home, I've uh, I've decided that 5 a.m. is the best time for me to watch any movie. Ugh. I've mm. been doing it for the last couple, and um, sounds terrible. Uh, it makes for a long day, especially when it's on the day of the day of the podcast. Right, good lord. So, <clears throat> so with that being said, uh, going into work, I was a little off. Uh, <laughs> More than usual, uh, yeah. When you watch what happens there, it's uh, it's quite impressive. Uh, what I really like about this movie is that you get fourth wall breaking without actual fourth wall breaking. <laughs> right. Um, and I like the fact they're building the movie as they go along. And uh, I think we've kind of seen this before. Well, not, maybe not before, um, but I think we've seen elements of this in other movies, and I, and I can't call to mind <clears throat> what those movies are, but um, I would always like the idea of the, no, no, you got to do this, and you got to have this final battle, and these things will happen, and, you know, obviously foreshadowing of, of things to come in the movie and, mm-hmm. and they get a laugh out of that. But whose dog is that? Is that Molly? That's stupid Molly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, thank See, you, why Kimberly. Can't, why can't your dog be like the dog in the movie? Right? I know. Mm-hmm. Nice and quiet and doesn't care if a flare gun is upside its head, you know? <laughs> oh. Or a bunch of people get shot or explosion. There's <laughs> I laughed out loud at the at the scene where they're trying to get the dog to shake hands or paw, you know. <laughs> right. Because I spent like I don't know, month teaching my dog that. And sometimes I still say paw and she'll stare at me. And right. 
sit there. I have to admit, the moment that I saw that little moment, I, I wanted to, I, I had to, this itch to play. Rudy! I shot a guy with a flare gun. Cool. I've been wanting to play that for like four hours. Well, you know, Sean, they did, uh, they did, they, he was pretty upset when they took the dog. Oh, no kidding. Um, oh, no kidding. Man, they were really pissed. And, about that. I mean, and yeah, I'm it's pretty probably my favorite sure, scene. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me you've lost it. Keep keep talking. Just did you so, did you cap that? Corny, do you, corny, do your thing, and I'll talk later. I'll find it. I can't <laughs> find it. Uh, Sean, we 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 expect very little of you in the show. Oh wait, okay, here we go. Okay, uh, so yeah, Woody Harrelson got really upset, and then um, uh, while he was trying to fix his gun, he said, "If you kill my dog, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'll get really mad." Oh man, it's been so long since that's actually been appropriate. <laughs> you just don't like it. So anyway, Corny has a point. <clears throat> oh, what was his point? I couldn't so, hear him. What was my point? It's, it's always appropriate. You just never let us. Oh well, uh, no, no, this one was actually a pro- yeah. appropriate. Uh, Joe Pesci, because I'm not sure if you guys said it last uh, week. We did. I think I got it in there somehow. Yeah, one of oh. the guys did. Uh, wasn't Tony? Totally yeah, you did. <laughs> No, we, we were telling. No, it was it was recasting, and we said that the Johnny Depp character should be. Joe yeah, Pesci. Johnny Depp would be Joe Pesci. Because yeah. <laughs> then we made the joke like, "Hey, come sit in my chair, huh? You want to come sit in my chair? <laughs> How about a we'll shave? How about a shave? shave? We'll shave. Whatever, whatever, whatever. All right, whatever. All right. God, no shave. Fine. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, but no, I, I really like this movie and just how it's set up. It's super weird. So it's kind of one of those. I liked it on the first viewing, but I think it's it might be too weird to watch again. Um, <laughs> and so I might not watch it, not because I don't like it, it's just because it's it's weird. Uh, but that's anyway. But yeah, good movie. All right, uh, Sam. Uh, this is obviously my second time seeing this movie. Um, I really enjoy it. The, I enjoyed it the first time, and I actually enjoyed it the second time, mainly because I'm kind of with you, Corny. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen this thing, and I think uh, uh, the uh, the distance between the viewings has helped because it made me forget some of what was happening. Um, if there was, you know, we've seen, uh, oh crap, crazy pants guy, uh, Christopher Walken. Name? Walken. We've seen Walken in another perfect role for him when we saw uh, the 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 Rock movie. What was that? The um, the Rundown. The Rundown. Oh, the Rundown. Oh, yeah. The Rock. Right. And um, I think this is another perfect little role for him. It is. He is a perfect psychopath. He really, really is. And I I still about fall out of my chair laughing when you know at the very end is you know uh, all right put up your arms. No. Well, yeah, that whole but, bit. But yeah, I've got a gun. I don't care. Yeah, that that part that, that <laughs> may or may not come back later in the episode. So, um, there's just such great little moments like this in, in movies. The writing in this movie is so well done, um, and and just clever. And I really like that about this thing. Um, I I'm trying to think of you know negatives to this thing. It does kind of go willy nilly everywhere. You have to watch this. <clears throat> pretty intently to keep up with it. Uh-huh. It's one of those types of movies. Um, my product, pro, uh, my 
productivity in the office maybe uh, suffered because of that today. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, but it's a fun little little gig, and you know every twist and turn, you know you never expect some of these psychopathic things to happen. The, the girl getting shot in the the belly, and even the the freaking opening scene where the mafia guys get shot in the head. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of out of nowhere, and I just it just cracks me up. The it, it's so it's kind of a it's a little scary that this type of violence and the the nuts in 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 this movie really kind of uh, entertain me. But I really enjoy it. How about you, Sean? What do you think? Um, it doesn't matter. I'm just go. <laughs> as soon as you started talking about the rundown, I wanted to look for a little clips like what and. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, things like uh, Cornelius. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I, was like, I was expecting that. Yeah, <laughs> I would play Declan's whole speech, but it's a little, uh, a little long-winded. Yeah, long. Hold on, you've gone too far. Yeah, from the word of God. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I love his part. Uh, I, I'm gonna be real honest. I'm not sure if I like the movie or not yet, and maybe after the journey tonight, I will have made a yeah. decision. Because the movie is so different than anything that that I'm used to watching, and, and maybe even we're used to it, it. It reminded me of another movie, but I can't remember what that other movie was that it reminded me of, and I'll think yeah, of it later. Too. But like, there was something else. I had this feeling like, like why? Why do I feel like I've not seen this movie before, but I've seen this kind of movie where we kind of get these intersecting stories. And everyone's kind of like crazy? everything. Se- no, not just crazy, but like, like no one is giving like these grand speeches. Like everything is written the way I feel like just normal dialogue happens. <clears throat> yeah. You know, like, like when right at the beginning of the, the clip I played when he's talking about, he would just go hide behind a bush. Like that's something that someone would just say, you know, it just seemed like, not I'm saying like all the dialogue was ad-libbed. I don't think that's true because I think the dialogue was too good for that. Not that I don't think that Rockwell or Walken could ad-lib some of the stuff. And Walken probably ad-libbed probably, I, w- I would bet a third of his his bit. <laughs> I mean, like the whole bit when he talks about, I, I don't even want to use the F-A-G word because I don't know if I have to bleep it or not. But when he says yeah, it, well, I yeah, would just, yeah, yeah, when he says it and he says, I don't think they like being called that, you know, like, I don't think that's not in the script, right? You think he's just making that up, you know? And so, um, so there's a lot to really enjoy about the movie, but there's a lot of times where I'm just, I'm kind of scratching my head going, how are we going to get here? Where are we going? What's the point? <laughs> um, like I didn't get a rubber feel. I didn't, I didn't ever, I never felt mm-hmm. like anything like that where they literally do break the fourth wall. I never felt anything like that, but it was, uh, it I when this movie came out in 2012, and I remember seeing the previews. It looked kind of like a dark comedy, mm-hmm. and there's moments in the movie that it is that, and then there's other moments where it's not. But like the idea that that Rockwell is our hero, and he all he wants really ultimately is to have his final moments on on this earth to be like a cool action movie, <laughs> and like that's the way he wants to go, and and there's something kind of almost endearing in that, that notion that that's not how my movie ends, you know? So while holding a flare gun to a dog, <laughs> um, and Woody Harrelson with that crappy gun and 
Just, just can you can you start over to five? Fine, five. You know, I mean, like it was, it was just kind of funny in that in that notion. So, anyway, yeah. uh, I guess I'm 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 done with that. Um, intro. So, but, but it's it, you're right though. It's choppy, but it's a good choppy. There are so many different, I don't know different avenues that the movie takes yeah maybe is a good word for it um you know even so much as you know you, you find out that they're stealing dogs <laughs> right or they're kidnapping dogs and then he's holding them for ransom or whatever which is totally uh, just random just a weird thing to it, do yeah but it, but then you're like oh well that makes sense that's how he's making money and then somehow he grabs the wrong dog or the billy grabs the wrong dog or the did first he? Time he, oh, he tries this game no. or this scheme. But and, again, um, I don't. I don't think he did it on an accident. I think he did it on purpose. Well, to, you know, to, the, to the set this whole thing up. Yeah, because he's banging the girl, so he's seen the dog. Yeah, that's a good point. I think yeah. that was the point: is that he found out this girl was with this this because he knew what he did, right? He's always he's he's talking about her douchebag boyfriend, her gangster boyfriend, or whatever. Yeah. And like so he knows what he is. So he's he's kind of playing the role of the other psycho with the bunny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who who he feels like it's uh his role to to kill these these bad he's guys. Bad. He's yeah, he's the punisher. <laughs> you know? So yeah. uh would he count he's, as a psycho? By the way, he's pretty darn good with a gun. Yes, with a handgun. No kidding, man. One shot from a rocks and he Whew. hit a moving car and killed the driver. I mean, yeah. That's that's actually super impressive. <laughs> Not going to lie. Like it's uh it's like every other uh, movie where you have um uh that one guy who's like really obsessed with guns and you're like, "Okay." And then he gets his moment to shine. And you're like, "Holy crap." <laughs> like it reminds me of like uh High Tower and uh not High Tower, but uh Tackleberry and Police Academy. Yeah. Right. So I saw, saw a cat once. <laughs> no, you're no, you're good. No, you're good. Um sorry, I pulled up a new tab uh because I was gonna search for something and then good soda. Good soda. I got distracted by the fact that the headline was that uh an NFL team has hired a female assistant coach. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that's kinda cool, but I it just caught me off guard. Um, so good for, I guess, the 49ers that did it. I didn't read the article. I just saw she was in that, that color red clothing. Mm. Sorry. Um, uh, I can't even think right now. Crap. Uh, show notes. Um, yeah, she was wearing red. Uh, I did the, like. So, Psychopath number one was wearing red. You know, it fits. So technically, the movie's wrong, right? It's not seven psychopaths; it's actually six. Six. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of funny. Um, well, I mean, if he is, if he has like a split personality. Well, well I figured the writer counts as seven. But the the well, the. But the movie even the tells you. Buddhist. Well, the movie even tells you. One and seven. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, actually, I'll what? check on that. Keep going. No, it does. I mean, because when it shows, once he shoots Olga, what's her real name? The the yeah. the, the pretty uh, girl he was sort of banging, 
It's like he was trying. Yeah, he uh, he he shoots her right, and then it says psychopath number seven and one because yep. he shows him pulling out the jack of diamonds. Now I've watched too much Criminal Minds, and I I assume that some of the techno babble that they talk about is true. So when On Criminal he, Minds, yeah, yeah, a lot of the psycho analytical stuff is fairly true. So as he's trying to bang her and he's having a hard time performing, once he shoots her, I don't think her, he can call that a hard time. Right, he was having a <laughs> difficult time. Uh, once again with the penis jokes. Um, <laughs> as soon as he shoots her, and I wasn't really all that surprised that he did, um, honestly, because um, I thought he's too normal. He's got to be one. That. I thought, I wonder if it's because, because in that show, they talk about how psychopaths have a hard time being intimate with women without the act of the violence. They need the violence to do the thing. So I thought, Mm. is that his problem? Is he impotent because he needs the thrill of the kill? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it, and it was just a funny thing to have him throw a condom over his shoulder. I don't know. Um, Or get to say the words chlamydia like three times. Or VD. Or VD, yeah. Yeah. So. If you say it three times, does uh, oh, it appears? <laughs> I'm just gonna say some some terrible person shows up, but I, I, uh, yeah, I can't think of, I can't think of anybody that won't offend someone, so I won't do yeah. it. So I think Andrew, you said that, or someone said, it kind of agreed with me that they felt like they were watching another more movie that we've already seen before. Yeah, I, so, I've been searching for the past 15 minutes trying so, to figure out what this. So am I, and so I'm trying to I'm trying to use let the internet help me, right? Because you know how on Sometimes you click on IMDb and then you click on you know, the movie and it'll say, for those people that like this movie, also liked this movie, right? Yeah. Well, that's not happening for some reason on IMDb right now. So it's kind of pissing me off. Well, it's happening for me, but none of these movies are similar to what I feel like they're, this is. They're not helping you out. So then no. I go to Amazon.com where we watched it. We had to watch this on Amazon. And I click on customers who also watched, who watched this, also watched... And the first one is how to be a serial killer. Fine. But then we get to stuff like... Um, Geely. Scout's Guide for the Zombie Apocalypse. Okay, that sounds silly. Or uh. um, Zoolander 2. Or The Love Guru. Like... What? What? Yeah. I'm finding things like... Uh, uh, sorry. Last Action Hero. <laughs> Here. Go go home, Google. You're drunk. I know. I'm kidding. Be like, uh, did you guys ever see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? No. Mm-hmm. It's it, that that would remind me a little bit of this one. Similar, but not. I don't know. I yeah. now, it did recommend American Ultra, which is streaming, and I kind of wanted to watch that. And someone that I know watched it, liked it. They said it was really funny. Is that like I watched a... it, and funny is not the term I would give. Oh it no, was really weird. Um, like weird for this podcast? Weird? Like no, no, no. Definitely. I mean, definitely. Something we sh- I, I think we should watch it. It's okay. Very interesting to watch Michael Sarah, not as Scott Pilgrim fighting people. Is he in that movie? American Ultra. Oh yeah. I thought it was what, just I've Jesse Eisenberg. This movie. What is it? Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart star oh, in this. It's explosive- Jesse Eisenberg, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was confused those two. I'm sorry. Yeah, they star in an explosive action adventure about a small town slacker who discovers he's a sleeper agent targeted by the CIA. So, like, 
He's like this stoner dude living with Kristen Stewart as this stoner chick, and they work at like a Walmart or some place like that. And then like this woman comes in and like says a couple code words and activates him. And then these bad guys show up and he kills them with like his spoon or something um, because it'll hurt more, you twit. And <laughs> um, like that's all. And I remember seeing it. And I think JP, my brother-in-law, saw it. And he really liked it. So once I saw that it was streaming, I, I I added it to the list. So okay, it's on the list. But yeah, the uh, the poop hits the fan um, at some point in the movie. You're like, I did not see that happening. No need. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind watching well, that again. Yeah, cool. Anyway, um, sorry, just, sorry, just Berg. I confused <laughs> with Michael Sarah, and I think that's actually fair. Um, so Lex Luthor, Michael Sarah. No, Jesse Eisenberg is was Lex Luthor. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so that yeah, would, no, no, be, no, that no, would no, mean no. Michael Sarah should. Could be you easily, see uh, Michael Sarah as Lex Luthor? I mean, his <laughs> affectation the, was the, weird, but Sarah's just like this whole. Oh, hey, Superman! You want to go like? Uh, Eat some kryptonite or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or whatever. Hey, Superman, you know what, you know what sucks? <laughs> that was a pretty good yeah, Michael Sarah impression. I ain't even mad. That's a... Sean, you got to keep up those. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's so right. we've discovered that's that I can do Michael Sarah <laughs> and Nicolas Cage. All right. Oh, and, and German pigs. Oh, uh, I've been a while. I because that movie was actually on last week, and I did the pig to the blanket bit, and I, I didn't feel like I have it anymore. So I, I need to practice it some more. Some pig to the blanket, yeah. I mean, I think I need to work on it a little bit. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah I just need to not fall off when I do it. Or, or sorry, excuse me. It's like riding a bike. Oh, <sighs> picked from the day's headlines. Nazis are awful. Okay, yes, there we are. go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, someone please walk my dog. Um, well, uh, Billy will come over and take it and then buy it or sell it back to you for $500. I think that'll work. <laughs> or you'll give them 500 to, Never mind. Who who puts that kind of reward on a dog? Uh, rich people in the... Yeah, rich in people Hollywood, in L.A., yeah. Must be, you know, standard of living over there is higher, Was, I guess. Wasn't that Heather Graham, too, by the way? Was it? It looked like Heather Graham, and I thought, oh, is she going to be in this movie? The blonde looking for the dog? I'm looking through the credits. I don't, I don't think that was her. I don't think so, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't see her. In 2012, I think she could lose higher billing. Oh, yeah, no, it's a, uh, Helena that's a Madsen. That's you can't really mistake. Helena Madsen. She was just known as Hot Girl. She played Rebecca in Iron Man 2. I don't know who that is. I don't remember Rebecca. One of Tony's hotties. And yeah. she was in Surrogates as J.J. the Blonde. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so, good for her. Yeah, for a second I was like, wait, is that? No, I guess not. And uh, good for her. Um, red guy in a hockey mask, and they didn't see him. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, I saw... So you guys, we did. Um, so we did Pulp Fiction for this podcast, and I made a little gripe about mm-hmm. how I I didn't find the conversation about the Royale with cheese interesting. And I understand the point is like that these two hardened killers who are about to go do a horrible thing are having this conversation about a very normal thing, and that's what kind of makes it funny. The you know the contrast, and it's the exact mm-hmm. same thing in this scene where these two guys are talking about. 
whatever and being weird and then, you know, coldly talking about the, the murder of someone. We don't know who. Um, we never find out. And then, or unless, okay, hang in there. Was they worked for Woody Harrelson. So did Woody Harrelson pay them to kill his girlfriend? Is that, what, is that what I'm supposed to get from that? Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. Because they said when you when you kill my girlfriend or whatever, you know, make sure you shoot her eyes out or whatever. But yeah. But then he got mad that she uh, died later, so I'm confused. It's just just like any other um, uh, leader or not leader boss uh, crime boss. You know, it's yeah his stuff. Women women are indispensable. Indispensable or not indispensable? Dispensable. Okay. Disp- I think disposable, I think, is probably the right word, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Dispensable means they that, come from uh, a vending machine. This is one of these movies that if I were to watch it a second time, I'd probably pick up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I missed some stuff. Yeah, I feel that way There's too. Some intricacies. And like I'll get some of the dialogue better and, and then like, oh, now that I know that the Quaker is actually the story about Christopher Walken, like maybe that story has more meaning. And... But at the same time, though, I don't feel like, I mean, if I feel like if it's a good movie, you shouldn't have to watch it more than once. You know what I mean? Like, um, if it tells the story the way that it's supposed to. I don't know. I well, did. Did it tell the, did it tell the story I by the end? It, well, I, I don't know. I feel like I missed stuff, though. I feel and like I, I could use clarity. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, Andrew. I, I think that because, like, I'll be honest with you. Shawshank Redemption was fantastic the first time. And I watched it again, and I was, and I mean, and then things made more sense. And then you watch it the third time, and you're like, "Oh, I, that's one of the reasons why I like watching movies over and over again." Is because sometimes you get to see things you didn't the first three times, right? And I get that, but if you're really trying to make a quality film, and somebody in your audience may only see it one time, yeah, don't don't you want it to be? I mean, you know, everything needs to be 100% clear. clear. Well, I think I mean, that's... What I think, even you know, hanging, I, having cliffhangers, that's different. But like know, having, I agree. I think I agree with, with, with um, Andrew here. Yeah. Because, you know, the best movies are the ones where you, you know what's going on, you enjoy it, like Shawshank, and you could still go back yeah. and watch and pick up the little things that maybe you didn't see the first time around and enjoy it that much more. No, yeah, I, I'm no, I'm no, I'm 100% with you there. I, I, my, my point was, I'm taking what you're saying and adding on to it. Is that I think you're right. And if, if if a movie truly nails it, like it's hard to compare this movie to the movie I'm going to compare it to. But Die Hard, you know, from once the movie's over, you know everything that happened in that movie. <laughs> but you watch it again because you want to see some of the other little the little things behind it. Um, so anyway, no, I, I'm with you there, Andrew. I just, I do think that we would have been, I kind of feel like I need to watch it again. I don't know if I want to watch it anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. The director who did this has only done really two other films. No, one other film, something called in Bruges in Burgess. Burgess, oh, isn't that Oscar grab like Oscar bait? Type Guilt of stricken after a job gone wrong, hitman Ray and his partner await orders from their ruthless boss in Burgess, Belgium, the last place in the world Ray wants to be. 
and Ray is Colin Farrell, and Ray mm-hmm. Fiennes and Brendan Gleeson. Cool. Isn't he the? Wasn't he the Encino Man? That was no. That's Brendan Fraser. Okay, Brendan Gleeson. You know there's, who he there's is. That Sam, I know and love. Brendan Gleeson is um. <laughs> Uh, he he was in Braveheart. He was in Gangs of New York. Uh, he was Mad Eye Moody. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, now that's him. Yeah, you know he, you know who he is. Yeah. Um, I was looking at him on his one of his his pictures. Um, one of his top pictures on IMDb is for uh, Into the Into the Sea, Into the Heart of the Sea, which I really liked. I liked that movie, the the Moby Dick movie. It was good. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, I think it didn't get as well as it should have. It wouldn't review it as well as it, I think, deserved. The um, I actually read the book that it's based on. Mm, and, cool. Um, well, it's a true story, first of all. Yeah. But, uh, it, it's 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 crazy, crazy tale. Yeah. Um, and uh, President Lincoln was the captain of the boat. Anyway, um, <laughs> the guy that played uh, Abraham Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Was the captain of the boat yes, in the yes, movie? Sorry, uh, weird segue. My point is, is that uh, Sam Rockwell was great. No, um, do they release people? Do do prisons release people at night? And are there jails in the middle of the city? And I spelled city C I T Y S. That that seemed like right there, you know, like middle of downtown, whatever. That seems strange. But whatever, it's fine. Um, anybody else kind of... I will say this. I got a little taken back. Not taken back. Taken out of the movie when Precious showed up. That was weird, right? But was, this was before she was Precious, though, right? Oh, was it? I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so either. Let's see. She's known for Precious, which was 2009. So this was three years okay. after... So it's three years after. ...that movie. And she's known for four things, Precious, Seven Psychopaths, Tower Heist, and Empire. I mean, she was only in this movie for four minutes, and she almost got shot. Well, she did get shot. Did she? Yeah, he shot her in the end. He shot the wall. No, you're right. right. He did shoot the wall, and he told her to go home. That's right. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) After he had to dink around with that stupid gun for a while. (laughs) Maybe you should get another one. Yeah. Uh, um, I like the way the the handle feels. his gun. Gosh, maybe there's like a maybe there's like a what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not Im- Im- impotence joke happening throughout the movie. Like <laughs> Rockwell can't get it up. Um, he has gun issues. Woody Harrelson, Colin Farrell is drunk, so he can't make it with his girl. Uh, even the uh, uh, the Vietnamese guy can't finish the deal with the hooker. That's true. That happened. Quite a few times. Yeah, it's kind of a strange theme in the movie. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a strange movie, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <it> oh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, anyway, uh, one of the psychos was known as in Thor The Dark Wall as Asylum Patient. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the dog actually was named Bonnie. I think that's actually kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've heard that's a thing. Like, uh, you usually name the animal what its name is, because you know. Yeah, sometimes, and sometimes, whatever. It's a protective identity. The name of this animal has been changed. Oh, sure. 
<laughs> I like the idea of that. Um, I'm I'm on a script basically. Um, well, let me ask. Oh, you. I love the ironic no shooting sign out in the desert. That was kind of funny too. Um, his his sub not subordinates, but his uh, minions, mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson's minions. Did I read this right? When well, no, the second time I watched it, basically the guy was just tired at the end. It's like, no, you know, I'm out. You know, he wasn't uh, it. To me, it was basically like, I'm not dying for your dog kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. That's the way I kind of felt like. Like, he already shot, uh, oh, Christopher Walken. Sorry. My daughter just made a really loud noise through the wall. Walking on sunshine. We already made that joke, so it can't Whoa. be the name of the episode. <sighs> Don't feel good. Dun, 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 Sure. Yeah. I know. Sorry. That's awkward pause is brought to you by Daphne. Will she continue yeah. to cry? It's better than hearing the dog. I know. Dragon Ball Z. Okay. I guess she's done. All right. So, um, <laughs> just two little cries and then she's done. Okay. Um, I completely forgot what you said, Sam. So, I don't, um, I also thought it was weird that Christopher Walken's dead lying in the street, which I felt bad for. Hmm. It's just a dumb way to die. But anyway, he's in the street, and then... He's walking, he's lying, he's doing all these things. And it's then crazy. Colin Farrell just walks up and says, oh, he's my friend. And the cop's like, nah, go ahead. Oh, that evidence you're going to take off his body? That's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you talk about impotent cops or impotency. The yeah, cops cool. in this whole thing were uh, yeah, awful. horrendous. Yeah, bad police, but whatever, yeah. it's fine. Bad um, police, bad police. What you going to do? do? <laughs> and like... If he set fire to his neighbor's flag, wouldn't his neighbor just replace the flag? It <laughs> <laughs> just seems strange. Um, this is America. We don't do that here. And then the other thing that actually, the only thing that, that kind of kind of bothered me, and maybe there's a scene in the movie that got cut, I don't know, I couldn't find it in the trivia, is that the guy who would, that shot Walken called him the Quaker. How would he know that? Why would he call him a Quaker? He called him. He said it twice. Yeah. When he did. when he, he showed did. up, he when he first showed up, he was like, he's like, "Where are your friends, Quaker?" or something like that. I should have captured the audio. And then when he showed up later, when they found Colin Farrell, when they got when Colin Farrell was driving, and he's like, "I had to kill your buddy, the Quaker." I'm like, "Why would you call him that? You don't know that story. That seems oh, strange." Huh. So. Maybe he does. Maybe uh, it's a known story around town. I mean, maybe. And when Woody Harrelson saw when he took off his cravat, he he maybe made that connection. I don't know. It just seems strange that he would call him that, and he and he would have no reason to call him that. But whatever, it's fine. Like I said, maybe there was a deleted scene that explained it, and we just don't know what it is. Um, and that's it. That's all my notes. Um. Maybe clips. You. I don't. I only have very many, um, frankly, because I don't. Um, but here we go. Clippy clips. Clip number one is what is it? I don't know what it is. It's this. What's the matter with you, Tommy? Nothing's the matter with me. You nervous because we're killing a chick? Yeah. Look at me. I'm shaking. I got the chick killing shakes. <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> funny, actually. Uh, you know, I got to capture when they say the name of the movie. So, as the seven psychopaths coming along, Marty? Slow, slow. I got the title, you know? 
weird hearing him with a like Irish title. accent. Yeah. Oh. So I know to hear the Irish accent. I know, and I, and I'm used. to, I mean, I heard it. He did it in the Daredevil movie, but every other time I see him, he's oh, that's right, he was a bullseye. Yeah, oh, in that awful, deadly, uh, awful movie. Um, I'm still doing what? I like it. You kind of like that Daredevil. I you did. like it, I think, for almost nostalgia the reasons. The first, I think, it was the first. You know, because it was as the as it was the first attempt at that at that superhero yeah. on screen. I appreciated it. Now I've never seen, and I've been told it's actually a little bit better. The rated R version. There's a because there's an unedited rated R version that makes it a little bit better, but there's still a lot of bad in that movie. Like. Would he really take the time to pour gasoline on the ground in a DED just in case somebody walked by with an open match and flung it at it or whatever? You know, just well, would really Batman cool. take the time? No, he Batman wouldn't. returns to make a bat signal in a building. He would not do that. Hey, uh, what's a good way to get their attention? I know. I'll light a whole building on fire. What? No. It's so dumb. That movie's terrible. The third one. We're all talking about the, the third yeah, movie. Third the, one. The third Batman. I don't know what Christopher Nolan was doing. Was he drunk that whole movie? Like I don't think he wanted to make it in the beginning in the first place. He I might think not it have. Was thrown together. I mean, it might have been one of those like hey, Batman, you know, Dark the uh, Batman Begins was really great. We want you to make two more. Yeah. And he's like, oh I, I think what they only have good ideas for one. Comic booky. And they took it too far. I think they just, I don't know, because there's nothing, com- like the rest of the movies, though, aren't comic booky like that. And then all of a sudden we have to have, he, he's all of a sudden magic that he can fly across the world without having any money. And I don't want to get into the why that movie's bad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that movie just made me mad. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, this is the last one. You know, the third one. Here we go. Uh, something about serial killer. Well, the idea that that we go around the country killing people who go around the country killing people. Like serial killer killing. I guess that's what you call it nowadays. Yeah. You know what's interesting about him? What's that? Tom Waits for No Man. Say that again? What? Yeah, your internet glitched out. What'd you say? Oh, I said Tom Waits for No Man. Oh. Uh... (laughs) Okay. <laughs> slow clap. <laughs> you got the slow clap. Love it. Dad joke, sorry. No, <laughs> hey, we, we, we love ourselves some dad jokes on this uh on this show. Um <laughs> in case you don't in case you don't get if the he, joke. He used to his name young, is Tom Waits. No, he would he would ride on someone's shoulders and they would say as he got down, I feel like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Couldn't resist. No, no. Wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. You good? <laughs> you sure you're done? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, sure. Uh, apparently, a little drop of poison is played a lot in movies. Um, anyway. Little drop, little drop of poison. Yep, that's exactly the song. <laughs> 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 Uh, he's done a whole lot. That song has been in a lot of a lot of stuff. My gosh, because every time that's it's uh, in a song, he gets soundtrack credit. 
for the nice. movie or the show. Um, but an actor, he's in such things as this. And uh, I did like him in Book of Eli. I thought he was kind of cool in that. Oh, he played the book, right? No, he was the book. <laughs> he was the he was the co- the convenience store guy who's like, you got. He pulls a shotgun on Denzel, and then he, he takes it from him and he gives it back to him and says, "You know, you got any money?" And he, he pulls out like um, those little wet naps that you get at like uh, buffalo wing places and things like that. That's that guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, he's been around. Good for him. Tom Waits. There you go. For no man. I'm sure that joke has never happened to him ever. Uh, <laughs> ever. And the last one is the one you guys mentioned earlier. Put your hands up. No. What? I said no. Why not? I don't want to. But I've got a gun. I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Too bad. <laughs> I remember that scene from the trailer, and I thought, yeah, I kind of want to see this. Uh, so, anyway, there we go. That's it. That's our uh, not trick for the clips. Yeah. The only trope that I wrote was writer has block. Um, so, what do you call him? Writer. <laughs> the, you know, I was actually thinking. You know, it's uh, <laughs> once you get block, it's. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You never go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, this is what you miss, folks, when I'm going for a week. That's right. <laughs> it's fine. I uh, no, that's okay. We we had I have we had nothing a, to contribute to the actual podcast other than I saw my dad jokes were bad. Dad dad okay. jokes and <laughs> random guitar oh, riffs and No, we had fun with Chad. It was cool seeing Chad again. May he now rest in peace again. And his yeah. uh, um, back in the oh, wait, did the Chad get a halo and come back uh, for the tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ran from the graveyard back to his body at the podcast, and and then um, now he'll have to do it all over again for the next movie. Which we, which he's like, oh, I want to come back and do Amadeus because it was on the list, and then we found out that Amadeus isn't streaming anymore. So Chad's going to be away for a while. <laughs> he went back to the ether. Yeah, back to the ether. He went. Um, so, okay. Trivia. Oh, wait, I have a thing for that. Act trivia. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Um, I only put down two because it really wasn't a whole lot worth trivia. Uh, the original script revolved heavily on the Shih Tzu getting shot in the final standoff of the film. The film boards insisted that they shouldn't show animal cruelty, and the script was changed. Billy also refers to this in the graveyard scene when he says, quote, his rabbit gets away because you can't let animals die in a movie, just the women, end quote. Oh, so, uh, yeah, as soon as he said that, I was like, that dog's going to survive. Right. Oh, yeah, you knew it was going to survive. I mean, that's that's rough business killing little cute animals, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that only happens in those movies like Me, Myself, and Irene and, you know, what what was that the one where they shot the cow over and over? Yes, they freaking yeah. driving by and like shot at the cow with a right. machine gun. Yeah. That's actually when I turned the movie off on that movie. Seriously, I, I was, it was on TBS and that happened. I was like, done. Brother, where art though? No, they didn't do that. No, they did do that. They yes, do. They, they did. did shoot cows in that movie. No, I kept watching that movie. 
Because, like, the guy was like, I hate coppers. Oh, much as much as I hate cows. <laughs> it was so stupid. Oh, my gosh. That's so stupid. The Zodiac Psychopath, the hippie with the rabbits, which in quotations or in parentheses, that the serial killer serial killers take out is a real-life serial killer who was active in California in the 1970s. He was never caught but sent a series of letters to police that included his signature, the crosshairs symbol, visible all over his house in Seven Psychopaths. Thus, the avenging killers have managed to solve a famous mystery, the identity and location of Zodiac, that has stumped the police for 40 years. So I thought that was kind of a neat little retcon there. Uh... That's all the trivia I wrote down. So there you go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have I have some trivia as well. Oh, okay, please. Uh, I met Miss America on Sunday. What? There was no way to really interject that. But wait, what? You met Miss America? <laughs> yeah, uh, she she legitimately stopped by uh, the college and uh, she had a little event and uh, I quote unquote ran sound for it. Uh, which did you uh, run into her? Uh, no, because I okay. pay attention to where I go. Uh, <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, that was a good setup. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. No. You're very welcome. Anytime. I'm, but I'm no, uh, what I did was uh, hang out creepily behind some curtains. <laughs> no, you didn't. Don't <laughs> say that. I have no shame in my game. I knew uh, because I was the largest dude in the room, uh, usually. And uh, she, she's very petite. Oh, they usually lovely. are. Yeah, so it's just it was again. Uh, so there's probably pictures of this event where you just see two two beady eyes hanging up behind a curtain. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's there, funny. We're very strange. It, it was probably a really tiny curtain too, wasn't it? Oh yeah. So it was just yeah. It wasn't even like a like whole holding a little small just... piece of fabric in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me. You'll never see me if I stay here. Be quiet. That's funny. That's okay. Uh, Can I smell your hair? What? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you could just do like that guy did to Taylor Swift and just grab her ass in a photo shoot and then she'll sue you for a dollar. I I live in Shelby. I would never see the light of day again. No, no, that's actually, you're not that wrong. Uh, I'm actually, I actually Googled the Miss America visits Shelby. Here we go. Go blind. (laughs) Stop it. Apparently, he keeps sending me to stuff like Miss Shelby and Miss Shelby's Outstanding Teens. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Mm. It's a Facebook page, so it's nothing. Oh, no, no, definitely get on a list for that. Buddy. No, it's Facebook. <laughs> it's fine. But still. Uh, uh, she, Miss America uh, meet and greet was... Shelby Sunday, August 13th. Yep. Yeah. Sure, sure. Events. Uh, okay. Yeah. Apparently. What? Yeah, exactly. Well, there's a funny. It says City Shelby at Cleveland County Community College, County Richland, Ohio. So the they're a little off on part of it. Wow, she's a lovely creature. I know, right? Um, seating is limited. Well, that was cool. Oh, very cool, man. Interesting. It's always fun uh, to. I'll be honest with you. The seating was not that limited. No. No one should. No one should. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, it's really sad. It's sad. She's real cute. She's she's kind of I'm sure, Sean, you deal with that where you work. Is they have this big lead up to somebody famous ish 
is coming and then nobody comes to the event. Well, not at Clemson. I mean, like even when we had that bananas dude, Milo Yiannopoulos in our building, uh-huh. he he drew a 400 people crowd in a building for 600. So, I mean, it was, you know, pretty, that's pretty full. We actually have, and I can't, I literally can't tell you over the podcast because I'll get in trouble, but we have someone coming that will, will do, will sell out because of who they are. Um, but, and once they make the announcement, I can tell you who it is, but, um, so no, like Clemson's a little bit different because again, there's no one else. There's nothing else here, you know, like. If a, if an attraction comes, people show up because otherwise you got to drive forty minutes to Greenville to to the city, as they refer to it down here. It kills me. Really? Oh yeah, they refer to Greenville as Greenville the city. Is considered a city? No, it's like not, no no city. Sam. It's considered the city. Like, oh, it's hilarious, dude. It's hysterical. <laughs> so here I am, like, oh, Greenville is the city, right? Like, it's not even. It wouldn't even rank top. 12? No, top uh, would, 10 in North Carolina. What, maybe a little bigger than Hickory? It's the size of High Point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, anyway, to any of my South Carolina friends who listen to the show, not making fun of Greenville. It's a lovely city. It's just, it's not, it's not the city. It's a lovely it's city, though. They have a really pretty park downtown, which I've been to. They got peaches. And they do have peaches. And they have the, the, the they repainted the big peach butt. On uh, I-85, the water tower in uh, yeah. Gaffney, which uh, nice. stars on the uh, show House of Cards. Yes, it does. So. Going to the Greenville, going to give me a lot, lot of peaches. peaches. <laughs> the peachoid, I think, is what they called it. Really? Is that what they called it? Peachoid? In the, in, in, um, oh, House in House of Cards? Cards? Yeah. I never watched that show, but I believe you. Oh, you should. I should. I want to. First there's, season there's, especially. Is there's a lot of TV out good. there that I've just, I just don't get to watch because my time is either doing the podcast movie or, you know, when my wife wants to watch like something like Kong Skull Island, which is what we watched the other night, um, which was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. It was a lot of fun. So anyway, um, or playing Battlefield 1. That's my other time thingy. Here we go. Uh, this. Excuse me while I whip this out. Top three, we decided to do psychos and movies, and I only have two. So hopefully one of you guys will say <laughs> something that will spurn an idea. Oh, I just got a good, a good idea. Okay. Um, He's there, Trigger. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, Andrew. Okay. Uh, I'll start with uh, number three, as we do. Typically. The, the Dark Knight, Heath Ledger as the Joker. Oh, oh it's nice. a good one. Yeah. Um, is he psycho the real or, hero of the movie? Is he yeah. psycho or a sociopath or both? I guess you can be both, right? I, I guess you could, yeah. Is, is a psychopath a... Is there levels to being a psychopath? Uh, there's degrees, I guess, right? I mean, yeah. like... That's what my uh, psychologist tells me. Like, um, like you're a ninth degree black belt in, psycho- <laughs> in psycho? Yeah, I think that's a thing. That's what my therapist does. I'll allow it. <laughs> I've got oh. the degree. I can. I can. You yeah. yeah. You actually do have the psych degree. So yeah, yeah. Well, you should know this then. Why are you asking <laughs> questions? Uh, number. I didn't pay attention in that class. Why well, are you asking all that class. Questions? You mean that major <laughs> in that degree? <laughs> Come on, it was my first major. We all know your first major is always the throwaway major. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh shit! Says with the rest of the th- with there being only th- okay. Hang in there. Sam has three degrees. The rest of us have three combined. So technically, I'm three and a half. Three and a half. You're still working on. I actually no. They, they made me go back and get my economics graduate school hours. Oh, so. Okay. What do you mean, actually, Corny? Are you about to say actually you have some something? I, I am. I am uh, like two classes short. Uh, two or three classes short of a uh, psych minor. I mean, very cool. Very cool. I mean, I'll never go and get it. Let's just be honest yeah, here. You couldn't pay me to do that because the only reason why I took psychology in college is because my major required me to. Why well, music took, uh, industry made me take psych, I don't know, but it did. It's a fun class. It's a fun major. It's interesting. Oh, I'm sure it is, but I was just bad at it. Sorry, yeah. Andrew. Please continue. No, it's fine. Uh, so that was uh, number three, The Dark Knight. Number two, No Country for Old Men. Ooh, oh, yeah. Javier Bardem. Javier, Javier Bardem, yes. Oh, my gosh. With yeah. the shotgun with the silencer. So crazy. Yeah. And then number one, Mr. Blonde in the movie Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs yeah. Good choices, <laughs> man. Yeah. I can see that. Nope. All right. Right on. Uh, corny. All right. So we're going to have a little bit of debate with mine, I think. But no, that's fine. Uh, that's okay. Sam's a master debater. Yes. <laughs> uh, so my number three. Um, uh, actually, uh, we'll do honorable mention real quick to uh, Bullseye. Sorry. Also played by Colin Farrell in uh, Daredevil. Okay. Thank you nice. for that. You're welcome. Uh, number three uh, is uh, The Punisher. Yes. Ooh, no, Ooh. I, that's definitely Psychopath. Yep. Oh, yeah, yep. no kidding. Uh, my number two, uh, Batman. Uh, and I'll, I'll explain that shortly. Uh, and then uh, my number one, Deadpool. Mm, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that works. I could agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I have no problems with any of those, actually. Oh, sweet. Never mind then. Yeah, I mean, like, Batman kind of really is that. I mean, he, he wants to beat the hell out of people because he's pissed off at the world. Yeah. But, uh, according to the uh, de- definition that I have of a psychopath, uh, it is a person suffering from chronic mental disorder with abnormal or uh, violent social behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the need to dress up as a bat as your real personality, I think, covers for that. And abnormal behavior is, you know, hanging upside down and beating people up. Right. I mean, cl- anyone that dresses up a bat like a bat clearly has mental issues. Well, I mean, uh, that's, that's he just, says that in the movie. Let's just group them all together, Sean. Come on, uh, <laughs> sorry. Didn't mean to stare. I, I know we don't like labels on this show. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you just gender his bat? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sam. All right. Wait, is it my turn? You're after yes. corny. Okay. Um, I have got in my number three spot, I've got Jane from Serenity. Oh, Jane. That's such a good one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, it's yeah. such a good one. One of my favorite Jane moments is when he's threatening that marshal. <laughs> and then the marshal gives him up. He's like, man, I was going to get me an ear. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that book. Um, and then my number two are, aren't, uh, or my, my next two aren't as... Um, yeah, I guess smart, but you know, of course you got to have Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, and uh, my number one is actually one that I learned through this podcast. It's the Velociraptor. No, it's no, it's the guy from Nightcrawler. Bamf. Bamf. Yeah, Bamf? no, that's actually a really good one, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. actually really good. Oh yeah, he does go full on psychopath at the end. Yeah, he really mm. does. Good. I, yeah, I nice. feel so bad for his intern. <laughs> I still feel bad for him. 
Um, those are good. Those are kind of better than mine. Just be honest. All of yours are better than two of mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> just gonna be real honest. Because the so only the only one that I'm actually kind of proud of is uh, you're gonna roll your eyes at. I don't care. So my number three was American Psycho with with uh, Christian Bale. Um, I like that movie. I thought it was fine. Uh, and he's and he, swear to me, and he really is like banana. Like he totally plays like yuppie bananas. You know, mm-hmm. like if if the Wolf of Wall Street had gone psycho, like that's what he would do. All that stuff. I almost, I almost actually said that. What the Wolf of Wall Street or America's yeah, or uh, 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 Leonardo DiCaprio's character? Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, he kind of is a psycho um, mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. movie because he. Doesn't care who he hurts to get the money that he wants. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, number two, Hannibal, I, you know, because I couldn't think of anything better. But number th- my number one uh, that, I, that I exclaimed as we were starting is uh, Khan from Star Trek. Oh, okay. Who was, who was literally uh, willing to... He's the one that drives the ship, right? Uh, well, sort of. He he drives in in into darkness. He flies the ship and crashes it. Tries to crash it into Starfleet headquarters. Yeah, trying to kill as many people as possible. Um, what's your argument against it, Corny? I'm curious because it's only in those moments he actually shows psychopathic tendencies. Uh, I was thinking over a over like the personality is that because most of the stuff he does actually makes sense. Preservation of of you know, well, again, other okay, besides himself. You're, well, you're think you're still you're thinking of. Well, yeah, but so does Batman. Batman's trying to preserve Gotham, but he does it in a super violent manner. But that is what he is all the time. I'm just thinking of. Well, um, but not when he's Bruce Wayne. You know, Batman is Batman's his oh, yeah, person. Yeah, no, no, sorry. You know what I'm I, so the, like the argument is. Yeah, for Khan, he is he is willing to kill every living thing on planet Earth because. That's what he's programmed to do. He's a uh, a product of the late twentieth century genetics. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's not the the you killed my family, so I'm coming after you. Yeah, it's not just yeah. Again, I'm I'm thinking more of Khan from the original series and the second movie, The Wrath of Khan, less than the Benedict Cumberbatch version, where he's a okay. little bit justified in his actions. More like the Khan that tries to kill Kirk and take over a ship. And then Khan, who uh, maroons a crew on a planet and then tries to kill Kirk and all that stuff. So, yeah, okay. that makes a little more sense. Thank you, sir. No, oh, that's fine. Um, always willing to, whatever. Um, yeah. Talk Star Trek. Um, I will say this completely off. I don't know why, why my, my brain does this, but it does this. But, like, I'll tell you guys off air. No one else listening to the show is going <laughs> to well, care. Well, see, now you've, you've peaked our... I'll, I'll, our, I'll tell you off air. No one else will care. It's interest. Fine. No, they don't care. They won't care. Oh, uh, okay. That's our top three. That was fun. I enjoyed that one. Um, <laughs> oh, man, you edited that out. That was interesting. No, wow. it wasn't. Shut up. I didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because if anything the listeners know is that I don't edit for shit. Anything. Yeah. We are straight to hard drive. Like I don't I, I don't edit anything. I mean unless it's a one before I got on the show, one of my favorite things is when I would be listening and Chad would say, We'll fix it in post. <laughs> and right. you would say 
No, no, we won't. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, and I can be, be very, very, uh, you know, finding out how the sausage is made here for the podcast. I've, I've probably only ever edited really two or three episodes ever, and that was mainly because... Somebody of, said <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna do it. I was gonna do it. <laughs> oh, I, hate you so I was gonna do it. <laughs> I want to do so. Oh. <laughs> I'm not like oh that was pretty I, funny. I couldn't I couldn't You knew it was coming. Time. You knew one of us was gonna do it. I figured, but I I I'd figured at an hour and twenty-three minutes we were pretty safe, but Oh yeah, you're never safe, dude. No, I'm not. <laughs> but like wait, where'd he go? Where'd my rooster tail go? Anyway, I'll find it. Um no, like the only other time really I've ever had to edit, this is kind of weird me out. Anyway, <laughs> is like when we had so the the site the website Libsyn Liberated Syndications, the site that we use, and they uh, are great with their customer service. I That's highly recommend them. I never do that. Um, yeah, Liberated Syndication, and so they are the they're the hosting huh. site for the our RSS feed. So when you download it from iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play um, or iHeartRadio. It pulls from them, and anyway, they have a. I only have enough money to pay for a limited amount of storage, so we've had a couple episodes that went like two plus hours, and I had to delete several moments of conversations because I didn't have enough room to fit the episode in the storage capacity. So that's really mm. the only time I edit anything. Otherwise, the only thing I do is trim the edges, and then we just go from there. So. That's it. There you and, go. And that's how to tell us. Keep that in mind because we're going to have a test next, next film. Well, I mean, you know, it was just <laughs> a lot of beats, I guess. We just got to keep the clean tag. <laughs> keep that rooster please, tail handy. Yeah. Please, no, please don't. <laughs> just Stop gotta, with the cussing, eh? I've got to keep the, the rooster tail handy. Um, <laughs> I will kill you all. That was it. That's our show out of 10. Um, oh, yeah. so, oh, wait. Yeah. I, I have a clip for that. Um, Wait, what's supposed to happen? Well, this is where you tell me your score of out of 10. We do a 10 being something great and <laughs> die hard, <laughs> and one being rubber. So our zero being children of the children corn. Of the corn. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. out of 10, Andrew. Okay. Um, well, hang Andrew, in there. Hang, sorry. I'm gonna, hang in there, Andrew. Just one second. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Corny. You didn't yeah, give me a score for Sweeney Todd last week. Did I? No. What would it what would it have been? I'm not going to put it in. I'm just curious because Chad took your your spot. You know, I've had a couple dates like that, and uh, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just curious. Give it like a, a an eight point three. Oh wow, that would you would have been the highest of, of all of us. Oh yeah, I actually really enjoyed Sweeney Todd. That's um, interesting. That's the same exact same score you gave Rogue One. Oh, and, and it's obviously different capacities, but yeah, um, it was very enjoyable. Oh, and I will say this, Corn. I, I know you probably saw our Facebook uh, page exploded when Sam brought up the discussion that we had on the show about <laughs> movie musicals, and uh, well, people I, have strong opinions about stuff. It was pretty fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, you're all wrong, but you know, no, <laughs> no, no. Right, what's, what's your stance, Sam? Well, right, Sam, it's a musical, but not in the same vein as 
as uh, sound of music or something like that. So like the nope, argument was the the argument was first against um, Andrew or Chad about it, it was Andrew about Blues Brothers being a musical, and Sam vehemently said that it's not, and we all said no, no, that was Chad. Chad, yeah. So Sam said it wasn't. We all said that it was. So then we asked the world, and everyone said yes, except Sam. And then I wanted to do, and I put Tarzan, but I, now I really think about it. That's definitely the way wrong one. Maybe like Aladdin would have been a better one to pick or any of the other Disney ones where they actually sing because I realized that they didn't sing. Yeah, um, I think if it's, a, if it's one that is currently a musical on Broadway, it's probably safe. Yeah, or like Tangled or Frozen or Moana. Yeah, I think they're making a Tangled musical, actually. I'm sure they are. They made a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, oh. like, so like actual musical. So I get, yeah, totally get that one. But the second one I put was pitch perfect, which the world says is not a musical because they just play, they just do covers, right? The whole movie is just them singing other music. So like Andrew Lejeune coined the term jukebox musical, which I'd never heard before. Um, where you have like these movies where, yeah, you just use movies that have, you just use. Mm -hmm. So then, so then corny chimes in with Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And then I said no, but then I forgot that there's a scene where they actually sing about things that are retaining in the movie. So then, so, so I think you would actually meet your criteria, Sam. I think I don't know. Well, I mean, for Andrew, me, Andrew, you're freaking me out with is, your camera. You know, by the way, things are happening, and the song is the vehicle to move from point A to point B. Now, the song has to be there in terms of description. Uh, essentially, it is just sung script. Right. Um, any other thing where the music is happening and it's a part of the movie. I still don't call it a musical. Um, Blues Brothers to me is not a musical uh, on the account that the music happens, but it's not like uh, John Belushi is um, singing about how they have to run away from Illinois Nazis, you know. But they they do sing a song that actually pertains to the plot. It's not like they're just getting up there doing the Give Me Some Lovin' concert. Like they actually have other songs that um, have exposition in them. So mm, that was okay. that was the um, the argument for. That's true. So. I can I can agree to disagree. Yeah, that's fine. It was fun. It was a fun discussion. I enjoyed. I had a good time with it. So burn the whole thing down to the ground. Okay. Um, speaking of which, um, out of ten, what did you say? Have we given numbers for this? No, we didn't because I stopped. No. You. Yeah. Um. So go ahead, uh, uh, yeah. Andrew. Sorry. Damn that. I, no, it's fine. I was just going to say that uh, I think that, like I said earlier, I think if it were a great movie, I would not still have questions uh, that are things I feel like should have been answered. There are movies that we leave with questions, and that's okay if they're, if it's intended that way. But I don't feel like some of these were intended to be that way. I feel like there's just some things that – I don't know, weren't, weren't clearly done. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I did laugh quite a bit and enjoy the movie and enjoy the uh, the way the story was told, I thought was done really well. So I'm going to give this a 6.92. <laughs> like you were, it's like you were doing a Christopher Walken without doing a Christopher Walken voice. A 6.92. <laughs> All right, right on. So there we go. Nice. Corny. <laughs> All right. Um, 
it's a very interesting movie, and uh, I won't watch it again. Uh, I'm pretty sure, unless I have to. Uh, it's not something I'm going to seek out, so I can't give it that high score, but it's very, very solid. I think you should watch it at least once. So let's go with uh, 7.26. Okay. Right on. All right, cool, Sam. Um, <laughs> sorry. As, as corny sings me off here, they, um, they, they caught I, me off guard. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I think it's fun. I think it's quirky. Um, it's a lot of fun, even the second time around. Um, it does have a few flaws, and I have to agree a little bit with Andrew in terms of uh, just some weird questions going through it. But um, overall, it's it's a entertaining. I'd have to give it about a probably a seven point one eight. Okay. Out of ten. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, I and had, we're done. I had, no, I had a good time, and I kind of want to watch it again. Just mm-hmm. not right away. I need to I need to sit on it and let it soak. Incubate. Yeah. While while Corny uh, plays his sexy guitar. So, um. I don't know, but like I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give it a I'm just gonna give it a six point five. I you know, I liked it, but not a lot. It's fine. Um there you go. And it and it's just you know, it's a little bit above Sweeney Todd. I think that's all right. You know, we talked about um how the movie cut and it was kinda had these weird cuts and transitions. If we if you want to see a movie that really has weird cuts and is kind of confusing to watch, I sent this to to you in the uh, in the group chat. But the movie Cloud Atlas, if you haven't yes. seen it, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen is it. Yeah. very much confusing to watch. But I think it's something that we should do for the podcast because it would be an interesting conversation. I think, and uh, if you, the listener, haven't seen it, definitely take a look at it. It's a very interesting film. I, I read the book it's based on, um, and the book is kind of that same weird way. It's just, it's a weird movie. Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> I'd like to know other people's opinion on it. Corny, your guitar is killing me because your microphone's only picking up like every fourth note. And so like all I'm hearing is the bum, 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 bum. So it's kind of funny. Anyway. Sorry, I missed my, I missed my all car. Right. Uh, that's it. That's our show. Thank you for listening. And next week we are doing the beloved film. Well, I don't know about beloved, the children film. That's right, kids. We're doing a kids movie. We're doing Pete's Dragon. This one. Yeah, yeah. It, well, we've had. Uh, let's see. Alice the Looking Glass was kind of you know kind of kid ish, and then you do Rogue One, which is kind of sort of kid-ish. Not, well, not kid-ish, but it's... Family-friendly. Yeah, it's family-friendly. And then we did Sweeney Todd. Nope. Seven nope. Psychopaths. Nope. Nope. So now we're doing Pete's Dragon. So yeah, I watched the original Pete's Dragon, like the 1960s one with the cartoon thing and the whatever. Yep. I watched that movie a hundred times when I was a kid. Me too. And then when this movie came out, I was like, hey, I want to go back and watch a little bit of it. And kind of forgot how awful that movie is <laughs> and how we were kind of terrible people back then i mean the opening song is the family that try is that elliot's running away from they're literally singing a song how they want to boil him alive and kill him and eat him and it's really crazy oh so 
Um, I'm gonna have to try to watch the original one because like, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's like Sam's theme song. It's really strange. So, <laughs> damn Looney Tune generation. <sighs> no kidding. So anyway, so Water Peace Water. Dragon, the 2016 Peace Dragon has. I think Carl Urban is in it, right? Don't we have a nice big fat Star Trek connection in this movie? I'm Keith Long. Urban. Oh, is it Keith Urban? That's not. <laughs> no, it's Carl Urban. <laughs> it's Carl Urban. Bryce Dallas Howard is in it. Yes, yeah, she is. Always a fan of that, of her, not that. I think her. she was pregnant in this movie. Oh, good. Like, like, oh, like, sorry. like she, her character looked, was pregnant, or? I think Bryce Dallas Howard was pregnant during the movie. Ruined. Because um, oh, she looked rounder uh, as the movie progressed. <laughs> and I was like, that's Cor- cool. Corny, you're pissing off our female listeners. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, I mean, Helena Bonham. No, 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 no. Stop talking. Helena Bonham Carter <laughs> abort, was abort. Oh, yeah. I have heard of this. I'm just yeah. wait. That was the wrong word to use. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm gonna abort oh, the conversation. Oh, Sorry. Helena Helena Bonham Carter was my mouth. Sorry. Was pregnant during uh, Sweeney Todd, and as a result, her boobs changed shape throughout the uh, the movie. So. Uh, Wow, I'm already enjoying the uh, the trivia for this movie. This is great. Cool. Um, cool. All right. Well, here we go. That's it. So yeah, Peace Dragons next week. I'm kind of kind of looking forward to it. I will, I will enjoy watching this one with my wife, and I might even bring. But my son watched this one. Better not be a freaking old yeller type of story. No, not the dragon doesn't good. die. Okay. Well, let me rephrase. In the original cartoon, the dragon doesn't die. But doesn't he disappear or something? He goes away because he's a, an imaginary dragon that can, can that can manipulate real the real. And mm-hmm. then once Elliot gets a family, he doesn't need him. So he's like his fairly odd parents, sort of. Um, in that way. Oh, oh, I've made a mistake. I'm concerned. My dog has just stopped barking, which means she's either pooped on the floor, nice. or she gave up. Just giving uh, up. And is waiting on you. Why did yeah. you, Aunt Corny, why did you say you've made a mistake? I have, uh, about how round, uh, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard was, and, uh, I didn't mean that in a, she, she is fat. I mean that she appeared to, to be pregnant, uh, based on a couple of things that I saw, and it didn't make any sense to me. And I was very wrong. I was very wrong. Okay. <laughs> it was not. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Cool. All right, that's it. That's our show. Thank you for listening. That was fun. Good to have you back again, Corny. Um, and really, I don't feel so. No, no, no. I'm glad to have you back. Always a good time. You and your guider. Um, whoa, what did you call him? <laughs> uh, okay. I got to pause the music. Oh, I could say though. So Stephen Everett, who's who's participated <laughs> on the podcast before, he always uh, when we were growing up together, he liked to make up. He would like to mispronounce words on purpose uh, for their comic relief or comic ability. And his guitar, he called it his guiter. He always called it that. I got a tune the old guiter. He used to always say it. And. Like, they had a song that they did when I was running sound for the band called From Afar, and he would call it From Affer. It's just the way he is. So, anyway. I sometimes forget that other people don't know that joke, so when I say weird stuff, they're like, what the hell? So, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what are we doing next week? I already said Peace Dragon. Uh, special yeah. thanks goes out to you guys, the listeners, for sticking it out. I don't know why I still have that in my notes. Special thanks goes to. I should probably just delete that. 
GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews is still active. I went into it the other day. It's still there. So if you want to throw a couple bucks our way, that'd be great. Just to help uh, keep the lights on. Check out our Anchor app. I'll be posting my review of Kong Skull Island soon. Leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and all the other places your uh, podcatching apps provide. Um, iHeartRadio, yes. I think we're still there too. Visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. And you can, will, and should send your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. Did you just threaten people? Uh, no. Did I? I didn't mean to. You said will. So. You will. You will. <laughs> you will send us your emails for the greater good. All your base are belong to us. That's right. I rewatched uh, Hot Fuzz the other day. It was just as enjoyable the second time as it was the first time. Greater good. The greater good. And I laughed louder than ever with the whole, by the power of Grayskull. So... Anyway, that's going to do it for us. For me, on behalf of me, on behalf of, not me, on behalf of Corny, Andrew, and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening and good night.